0: Hey, hey, hey! What is up, my people, my Angels Nation out there, all my fellow Angels fans out there, and uh, on this Friday afternoon, welcome to the All Angels Podcast number seven. Yep, number seven. What a trip, huh? Been doing this for seven weeks now. It doesn't even seem that long. I guess when you're having fun, you uh, you don't uh, even realize how time is flying. So anyway, um, with that being said. Um, bear with me today people um <clears throat> i feel like i'm getting a little sick <clears throat> i got like as soon as i got home i just got home from work about half hour ago and as soon as i walked in the house i just felt well actually a little bit before then felt a little kind of a little tingle in my throat and nah, you know nose was starting to kind of get a little runny i actually had symptoms of it early this morning <clears throat> and as i got to work when i started working it kind of went away but now that i slowed down i think it's kind of Coming back, but I'll take some medicine and I'll power through this. Alright, I'll power through it for everybody. And I deserve, I deserve it. <laughs> <I give> <laughs> Alright, enough of that. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're gonna have to bear with me. I feel <clears throat> a little <clears throat> like my throat's just not cooperating. I feel like it doesn't hurt, but it feels like when I speak. It, it's not coming out at a high volume and I kind of have to power myself to talk a little louder so anyway time for a couple of plugs before I get going on this um, I want to thank first actually Ryan Crow for jumping on and we had a great conversation last week it went it went pretty long but it was it was definitely a, uh, a good conversation we had a lot of hot topic points to talk about with the angels and We got a little nostalgic there, bringing up Fredo Amezaga and Curtis Pride, but a lot of cool numbers that we spit out at you guys to kind of give you guys an idea of what was happening. Um, Ryan's a very, uh, very smart dude, and on the analytics side, he's uh, very—he likes throwing out the numbers, and that's always good. So, and then me, I'm more of a um, go with the flow kind of guy. So to have two people with. uh, different takes on baseball but also very similar takes it's, it's a cool combination and it came it came through on the microphone uh, last week or him on the phone and me here so that was good and then uh, today I uh... I opened up uh... if you guys follow me on Facebook I um, I put out there who wants to jump on the show today anyone else to jump on hit me up let me know you can jump on it's uh... your opportunity out there to Jump on! Actually, those who were friends with me on Facebook had the opportunity. If you're not, uh, add me on Facebook, John Magdaleno, John M A G D A L E N O. You can find me on there, and on Twitter at the Halos Fan 15. Again, it's at the Halos Fan 15 on Twitter. Follow me on there, and then uh, if you guys ever want to jump on the show? I will post. Uh, I'll post uh, a tweet or a um, update or, uh my status on Facebook and I'll let you guys know that I'll be going on in a half hour or forty minutes or whatever the case may be and I'll let you guys guys know in advance when I'm going on and you guys can hit me up and if you want to join the show, you can I'm going to like a call in segment anyway, I did have one of my friends uh hit me up on there and phil uh philly phil uh he might uh, I might call him up he it looks like he wants to get on. I get Well, he he answered the uh, the call, <laughs> so um, I'll try to give him a call in a little bit. Um, anyway, getting on with the uh, with the thank yous and the uh, plugs um, for those wrestling fans out there, those people who listen to the All Angels podcast who are WWE fans, wrestling fans. I have another podcast that I do with my good buddy Ivan. Uh, it's called the Blaze Ml Funsky Wrestling Podcast. That's Blaze like B L A Z E Malfunsky M E L F U N S K Y Blaze and Malfunsky Wrestling Podcast. We drop a podcast every Wednesday, about an hour hour and a half uh, podcast of uh, the weekend review of wrestling, and not just a review of wrestling, but it's just uh, we have a lot of little other topics in the world of professional wrestling, more of the WWE side of it, and it's always a good time to do that. So plug on that. Another. Cheap little plug, um, nah, I wouldn't call it a cheap little plug, but big shout out to the, uh, the Ramona High School here in Riverside Baseball team, they're getting their fall ball started, they've had a few games, uh, my stepson plays on the uh, varsity team there, last year he started at uh, third base, this year I'm not too sure, um, he's playing third, he's playing a little second, he's even behind the plate, uh, kid's very athletic, has good hands, so, He'll do good wherever they put him, but a uh, big shout out to the Ramona High School varsity baseball team. Um, you know, Felix, Coach Felix, Coach Adam, and uh, Coach Ball who do a great job over there. So can't wait to uh, travel with these boys as uh, we do uh, tournaments a little later in the year. Uh, I know we have the Las Vegas tournament that we did last year. I think we're doing it again this year. That was fun, going to different high schools out there in Vegas and checking it out. And then the fall ball season's always cool because we go to schools that we normally don't play during the regular season, and that's always fun. So, all right, enough of that. Let's, let's get into uh, Angels baseball, huh? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Here we go again. Bear with me. Remember, um, it's been uh, better. Uh, we're picking it up a little bit. Um, since the last time we spoke, they've played uh, four, five, six games. Um, we took three out of four in Minnesota, and we went took two out of three for Houston. And that that uh, four game set against the Twins was crucial. We were able to take three of four. Man, that's crucial because they're ahead of us. Uh, they were ahead of us in the wild card spot. Um, we, we overtook them. Uh, we were able to sweep the doubleheader. We had a game that got. Postponed. It got canceled out so we had to play it the next day and play a doubleheader and we won both of those games and um, that was crucial and then lately uh, Mike Trout's been picking it up, kind of picking up the offensive side, he kind of was, you know, he, he slumped it up a little bit there for a good portion, the, the team was playing bad as well. It sucks to have to say, the team's playing bad, you have to play good. <laughs> Um, we expect a lot from the guy, but he proves to us he can do it every day. So um, he's hit 40 home runs for the first time in his major league career. <laughs> Obviously, he's only been in the league about, what, four years? Um, so, you know, congratulations on that. And Mike Trout and our uh, Pujols, uh, he passed Manny Ramirez on the all-time home run list. So um, we really do need, and Ryan mentioned it last week, that we need Albert and, and uh, Mike to come around. To me, the most consistent guy on the team has been Cole Calhoun. Cole has been a uh, the most consistent guy. Um, not a superstar, but a guy who you can count on to go up there and play every day, provide a good bat, provide a good glove, um, intensity. Guy looks like he wants to win. The guy is out there to win a game, and that's all you can ask for. Um, <laughs> one thing that is concerning me a little bit is the bullpen. Houston Street. Um, Blew the game a few days, uh, a few weeks ago for, against Astros, and then he's given up runs here and there. And uh, even the last game, they didn't play yesterday, but the game before that, he came in for the save, and he gave up a run there in the ninth. And you're like, oh. So he hasn't been himself, but as long as he keeps getting them, those saves, it's going to be okay. But you know, you just wish that the bullpen could come in, shut the door down, and, and get the job done relatively easy. But then again, it wouldn't be a major league bullpen if they didn't scare you, right? I remember even back in the days when Troy Percival was our guy, he would put guys on first and third and one out, and he'd have to pitch his way out of it. And he did a hell of a job, and it ended, ended up saving more than 300 games as an angel. So, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, I guess it's not d too crucial or too uh, too hard on Houston Street. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So I'm, I'm sorry, you guys. Bear with me, please. Um, the other topic I wanted to uh, hit on, uh, this week, and I, I, we'll, we'll talk about other stuff too. But um, at the beginning of the year, you know, we were expecting, you know, we, we were defending American League West champions. We expected to to win the West. We kind of started out mediocre. We, we hit a hot white streak, and we we looked like we were destined to to be on top of the West again. And then, obviously, we had that month of August that was simply atrocious. But you know, at the beginning of the year, if I told you guys we'd be seventy eight and seventy four. This is a question I'm asking you guys. Would you believe me or would you would you say I was crazy? You know, I would say you that I was crazy. Um, I really did expect this team to be better. Um, no one expected that month of August to happen. And then no one expected us to play the way we did in July where we were just white hot. Um, but, but better than 78 and 74, you know. I'd hope we'd be somewhere right now about 10 games over 500 or even more. But that's part of the game Sometimes you have your up and down seasons But I think what happened in August Was something that You just couldn't nail your, you, can't, you couldn't nail Nail it down You couldn't hit the, the, the nail on the head Because there was so many things That went wrong in August You know But the question that I, I Wanted That I asked myself And I'm asking you guys is, At the beginning of the year Did anybody see us being where we're at right now? I mean And you know what? Considering the way we played in that whole month, of August, and even into September, <laughs> we're lucky to be where we're at right now. We have ten games left in the season, ten games, and we're a game and a half back of that set. So we're gonna have to play into the playoffs. We're, you know, obviously when you win that that either wild card spot, you have to play your way in. So, uh, but just we're giving ourselves a chance, hopefully, if if we do that. But you know, the where we were. How we fell off to how bad we fell off to now, it's, it's, we're lucky to be where we're at because Houston's hit a pretty tough skin. We, we, we hope that they keep doing that. And we hope that Minnesota starts to kind of play down. We just need to win those games. I think we have 10 games left. We're able to win six of those 10. Oh man, I think we got it. You know, um, I think we got it. Because we got Seattle going up today. Um, Garrett Richards takes the bump today. And then uh, Seattle for two more games. For the whole weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday against Seattle at home. And then we have three more against Oakland. And then we finish in Texas for that Texas game. That What me and Ryan talked about. We're currently five games back with Texas. We can cut into that lead a little bit. There's no reason why we can't go into Texas sweep them and win the west. But then of course we need Houston to kind of fall out too. So it's kind of interesting. It it it, it boils now it boils down to a pretty damn interesting final week. It can get very interesting ladies and gentlemen. Remember me Ryan and I talked about it last week and there was this four-game set against uh Oakland in 04 where we, we we needed to win three out of four. I think we ended up sweeping them. But there was some games there that was just ridiculous. And we had the most, uh, You know, we didn't expect the guys to come through that, that came through. Alfredo Emeziga in a game against uh, the uh, the A's, he hits a freaking, I, I wanna say it was a grand slam. I could be wrong, but it was a crucial home run. Alfredo Emeziga of our people. Alfredo Emeziga, come on people. Did we expect that from him? And then Ryan mentioned a game in Texas where uh, uh, Curtis Pride, I mean, if you guys remember Curtis Pride, um, he was a, a utility outfielder, veteran guy who came to the Angels late in his career. He was a guy who no one on the Angels and you didn't expect him to be um, in the games even, and he he came through with a huge, huge, huge job. Uh, a home run in, in Oakland. My God, I couldn't even I remember he hit it over that it barely went over that wall out there in my field, but it was that high wall in Oakland. Uh that yeah. And then Curtis Pride am I talking about Curtis? See I threw myself off. I'm telling you I'm under the weather right now. But Curtis Pride in Texas hit that double off the wall. I mean he crushed that double off the wall. Thought it was gonna go over. I think he ended up hitting a triple. It might have even been triple but um, guys like that. So who's to say that a guy like Tyler Featherston can't come through? You know, a guy like, um, you know, Ryan Jackson or somebody, you never know. The most unlikely hit can come through. we are giving ourselves a chance. You got to give yourself a chance to win. And, uh, we're only a game and a half back to that second wild card spot. So, you know, who knows? Anyway, um, today's game, I mentioned that Gary Richards takes the mound. That's a guy that uh, myself and Ryan were, were. He's gonna be the number one guy if we if we get into that one game playoff or we get into the playoffs. He's gonna be our number one guy, and uh, I think right now the way it's set up, it's one two three. We got Richards going today, Heaney going tomorrow, Weaver going in that third game, and then you got you know Shoemaker and Santiago. But um, you know our, our our rotation is okay. Um it was mentioned, I think, by Travis Rogers um, at the beginning of the year, that we should not have expected a great season from Shoemaker this year, like we did last year. Uh, not to say that Shoemaker isn't a great pitcher, because he was. He proved himself to us last year, but for us to have to ask for him to come up with the same season that he did last year might have been asking too much from the guy. But the guy, what I do like about Shoe is that for the most part. He goes out there and he battles. He gives you innings and he'll battle it out. you know, if he it's hit or miss with him, but at least you know he's giving you effort. You know, I, I think my problem with C.J. Wilson <laughs> was I felt to me and this is just my opinion. You guys can don't crucify me. This is just me giving you my opinion. To me, C.J. sometimes would go out there You you would just see his body language and you, you would almost automatically know this guy's not going to pitch out well today. And I, I never got that feeling from uh, Matt Schumacher. It was never, it's never been like that with Matty Shoe. And, uh, you know, I get that, that sort of feeling from, from CJ. So we don't have to worry about him cause he's injured. What happens with him next year? I don't know. I think I, we spoke about it last week in the interview with Ryan Crow, that CJ might be the guy, the auto man out, the guy that the angels would probably try to trade, you know, who would take him for that? I mean, the angels would have to bite most of that money. I think someone would take him, you know, people would say, well, who would take him? I think he would, I think someone would take him. I think, you know, a team who needs a veteran guy in that rotation, a number two, three guy would definitely take him, you know, um, who the angels get back in return. I don't think it matters. I think if you're able to get some kind of bullpen help from, it'd be great, you know, um, or even some young pitching, you never know a gem, a gem down there in the, in the minors that people probably don't. Don't realize it's a gem, but you get him anyway, and he turns into something. You, who cares? So, last year, CJ's contract. And uh, if we're able to trade him uh, next year and get something for him, I think it'd be good. Because, you know, you got Tropiano, you got Newcomb in the minors who might get a shot at the rotation, rotations, retraining. You got Santiago, you got Shoemaker, you got Weaver, you got Heaney. So, you, you're already deep in that, in that sense where you can go to guys. And, uh, and you never know who they might pick up in free agency. You just never know, you know. Looking into next year already, I'm kind of hoping the Angels go after pitching, and, and then just you know bolster the lineup a little at second base. Um, as much as I love Johnny G, I just don't know about him anymore. And, and the same, that's you know you just you get what you can from a guy like Johnny G. You hope that he has a good season, and but going into the season you don't want that. Going into the season you want to make sure that you're you can have dependable guys in each position. And then this year was kind of one of those deals where where we traded away Howie was probably more broken, not probably, but was one of the most consistent players on the team, someone who gave you that peace of mind, like, OK, I could plug him in that second. He's going to hit 70, 10 or 15 home runs, 75, or 80 RBIs for me, and play a solid second base. He's gone. And then this year, we had to depend on that. We had to depend on Johnny G to do it. And he did it for most part of the season until he he got injured or call it what you will, got sick. But that's something you never want to depend on. You don't, want to, you don't want to go into it crossing your fingers. You know? So. A lot of a lot of things. God, I wouldn't say question marks, but a lot of things the Angels could do in the offseason. But let's not look too far ahead. I'm already going off on another tangent, talking about next year, when we have 10 games left in this season. And we could possibly be playing into October. Let's get hot now. It's pretty much I'm. That's what I'm that's gonna be my hashtag. Let's get hot now. Because Ten games. Let's roll them out. Let's fucking go on a ten-game. Who I cuss? I'm sorry, but let's go on a ten-game winning streak. Let's do it. You know, get hot going into the playoffs. Bust out, freaking win nineteen out of the next twenty. You know what I mean? Let's let's win freaking whatever, whatever it takes. You know, I, I, you know, you gotta do it. Ten games left to so that. If, so ten games left in the regular season. <clears throat> you have three games in the division to win, and then ALCS and World Series. 10-14. 21 games. So in the next twenty-one games, let's let's roll out. Uh, let's roll out. Uh, let's win. Uh, let's win twenty-one games. Let's go on a twenty-one game winning streak. No, twenty-one is not gonna not gonna be it. But let's roll out. Uh, let's let's roll out. Uh, Seven or eight of these last ten, and then the next 11 games, let's be the first ones to win 11 and win the World Series. Huh? <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to reach out to Philly. He answered the call as far as uh, my, he answered my, uh, you want to jump on, hit me up post on Facebook. <laughs> and uh, um, so let's see what he is. He gave me specific, not specific orders, but he doesn't want to talk about. Um, he doesn't want to talk about a certain somebody. He says he's negative, but I think it's okay to be negative. If if you're if you're upset at a situation, if you're upset at a situation, be mad, be upset. If you have every right to be negative. I'm not the guy, I'm not the negativity police, <coughs> excuse me, I'm not the guy who's going to, um, I'm not going to be the guy who, uh, who's going to tell you you're wrong for being upset. I've invested a lot of time, a lot of years, a lot of money on this team, for real. And I feel like if I want to be upset, I can be upset. I'm not gonna be the guy that tells you, you're wrong. I'm a bigger Angels fan than you are because I don't get upset on my team. I get upset on my team, you know? Oh, I just got hit by somebody else. Uh, no, I was actually trying to reach, I was, you know, going off another tangent here. I was trying to set up a, a I was setting up another, uh, I was setting up a telephone interview with somebody else. I'm not gonna say names. Um, people's schedules are different. It's, it, you know, a lot, it's hard. Uh, for those of you who are in the podcasting world, business, or even the radio business, or when you try to like, or even like writers, I'm a I'm a journalism major, and even when I was in school, you know I'd, I'd have a story, and for the most part, like, you know it's it's who you know really, and the phone numbers you have, and sometimes you got to put on your little your little fedora with the little press thing on the side and do some footwork and go out and find people to interview but for the most part it's about calling people and who you know but the hardest part is making sure that you guys are on the same schedule and it's the same thing with these podcasts like I'd love to have a bunch of people on but it can't happen because I'm on my schedule this person's not on their schedule so it's hard and then what you can do is record it but then the recording could be wrong it's hard the whole new digital world the new digital era it's harder than a lot of people think man and so with the, the with the interview I wanted to conduct last week or uh, last week was from the week before, and uh, again schedules conflict, things happen, so he's bumped Ryan back, and we ended up having a great conversation last week. And then this week, um, you know, I wanted to get somebody else on, but uh, again schedules, and then right now he, the guy who I wanted for this week, he not Phil, another another guy. Hit me I hit him up, I say, Hey, you know, if you have time, love to have you on my podcast. And he just hit me back up with um he's at work, man, he has to drive back home. And I understand, man, I'm not upset. You know who you are. Don't worry about it. We'll do it next week. Hit me up when you're ready. You know what I mean? So that's what that is. Um I might not be able to get Philly on. Um I just gotta uh Message from Phil saying he's not home yet. So that, I mean, that's always and Phil's a, a brand not I not say a brand new father because his little boy is a couple months old now, so he's getting used to being a dad. So he's got a little boy to a baby. We all know how that is. So it's you know, it is what it is. But oh, one one topic I not topic, but I guess yeah, I guess it's a topic. Um <coughs> uh, I was talking to uh, Anthony Hansen in the uh, couple podcasts ago about um, about angels, y- your experiences with the angels, your experiences with with Angel Stadium, your experiences with you know the, the, the your first your first memories of Angel Stadium, and I had uh, I had went back and I was talking to to my dad about you know the topic, and my dad. Is a big, he loves baseball. Um, My dad's 70, I don't want to make him older than he really is, but he's in his 70s, early 70s. And uh, he was talking to me about how he remembers Angel Stadium. (laughs) And it's crazy, it's funny because my dad has been an Angels fan longer than the Angels have been in existence. (laughs) Let me explain. My dad, uh, being in his 70s when he was a kid, there was no Major League Baseball out here. What we had was the Pacific Coast League, and what would happen is my dad would go to Angels games with my grandpa and my uh, two uncles, and they'd go to Angels games in the PCL when they used to play at Wrigley Field in Anaheim, or in uh, South Central, I think it was. And I just remember as a kid, my dad always telling me as well, Wrigley Field and, and Angels Stadium. He he would he would, uh, he would mention uh, players from that team from that era, Steve Bilko. And guys of that, like that, you know? And, um, he was talking to me about, man, someone is about to get their butt kicked. Um, hold on. Hold on. If I pause, I'm gonna have to, um, if I pause, I'm gonna have to, um, stop recording I'm not gonna do that so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna leave you guys with some music and uh, I'll be back all right i'm back partly my fault for what happened i ended up blocking the door a little too well a little too secure hold on I'm, i got hit up by somebody son of a gun all right we're probably gonna have to try to do this a different way Alright, right, hold on. We're going to get Philly on one way or another. (laughs) Sorry, dead noise. I know. I'm telling you guys, I'm a little under the weather. This isn't the best podcast that I've done, but I want to have someone else. And Philly's a funny dude. I'm going to have him call me directly and we're going to set it up. Okay. So I was saying, my dad was talking about, man, just just back in the day, just the the way he, my dad remembers it is is so vivid. And uh, it took me back to Anthony Henson, uh, the way he, he talked about going to the top and looking down at the field, seeing it green. My dad tells me almost the same thing. He says he remembers the street. It was like the stadium was down the street like the stadium was in the middle of like suburban america you know there's houses and there's streets right there he just remembers driving by houses and then when he turned a corner he could see wrigley field wrigley field wasn't the biggest stadium in the world from pictures that i've seen but he says turning into a certain street he would see the white kind of columns that the stadium used to have and it took me back to anthony and seeing angel stadium so um Dude, it, it when when I hear things like that, it kind of gives me goosebumps. So I want to hear people's reactions or people's uh, experiences, like with Angel Stadium and, and the Angels. This is an All Angels podcast. And um, oh, I believe this is Philip Philly. So here we go. This is Phil. Hello. What's going on, man? What's up, Philly? You're on. You're on. You're on the air right now, brother. <laughs> hey, thanks. I don't,
1: I, don't know if, I don't know. who it's good for, but we'll find out. <laughs> nah,
0: no. no, dude. You know what? You an, you're the only one to answer the call, man. So I'm like, you know, let's get Philly on here. So yeah. No, well, I mean, like I said, You like if you want to see the show, like on
1: if Mike S should be fired. Hell yes, he should be fired, dude. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm dead serious. How is it that You have
0: three guys hitting over twenty home runs like you lose all these games well dude you know that's been I hate to I hate to uh, sound super negative but I'm gonna agree with you on this dude this guy makes some of the most idiotic mistakes that I I can't even sometimes I'm sitting there thinking why did he put this picture in at this situation like who in their right mind does shit like that and he does it Yeah, yeah yeah
1: and it's like not only that it's like the players that like, like in my mind, I'm like, how do you get rid of Howie Kendrick? Now you have a whole huge gap at second base. No one can hit. No one can play
2: defense. They've gone through like three second basemen, and Howie Kendrick's batting over 300 for the Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, I,
1: and then it's like, didn't you guys, didn't they have Zach Greinke at one time? And then it's like, now look at him. You guys got rid of him. Yeah, he was, he was hurt when we when we had him, and now it tells me, look what he's doing for the Ducks. Once again, you know, it's like, does he want to work for the Dodgers? Like, <laughs> you know, the Dodgers can fucking have him. Like, I'm, yeah, it's like, how is it? And I have the feeling that Mike Trout, like, it's going to happen what happened with LeBron James in Cleveland. You know, it's like, the team isn't putting any championship team around him, and he's going to fucking bounce when his contract runs out.
0: You know, that, I, but, I, I would not be surprised because, you know, he's from uh, New Jersey, and who's got massive amounts of money in baseball they they can throw at somebody exactly exactly and that and it's gonna get to a point in career where it's gonna be like you know what i gotta go
1: out there and make my money like i can't just keep <laughs> expecting you know just to enjoy surfing that's what's gonna keep me here no bro like you're gonna get to a point where it comes to houses cars bitches like you're gonna go out and get money like
0: yeah it's it's scary man you know? It's a scary thought, dude. It could very well happen. You're you're not you're not a you're not wrong. That's for sure, dude. You know. Yeah, So it's just like it's just in my mind. I'm like, dude, how do you
1: not make the play? Like it, it just it. it, I just don't get it, man. I don't. And it's like even people who don't watch baseball. The thing that that pissed me off so much. Here I am riding the MetroLink in the morning. I I hear a woman that doesn't even watch baseball. Doesn't even watch sports at all would rather read a book and she's telling me, oh, yeah, it's because the Angels don't have pitching. <laughs> i see it? but my coach just doesn't. Like, and all he keeps doing, like, Shane Victorino, that's who you're going to bring to the team? I would rather
0: have, like, a 32-year-old aging pitcher than Victorino. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why didn't we not get any pitchers? Like, any yeah. Like, no, so the, it's like, and not only that, it's like, we got, our pitchers are hard, yes, but it's
1: like, <coughs> we've known this. Like, it's not like we have you know these workhorse
0: stallions that you know have never been heard, You know
1: like Kershaw or anything like that. Like Jared Weaver, how many, what seven and thirteen? Yeah, seven and thirteen is, is
0: your ace? Like come on. Yeah, and then the one. Just like, I, the, I just don't understand it, man. The one thing they always say is uh, the one. Uh, what's it's like a like a baseball adage, dude? They say you can never have enough pitching, bro. And that was that was well, yeah that was one exactly of the things that they I mean, didn't you get. Know, like, you know, Yep. Okay, Houston, dude. Houston, even in their, even in their you know, triple A, double A, they have great prospects,
1: dude. Oh, so yeah.
0: We got, like, maybe one prospect that was probably two years away, and that's what we got. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. you know, you hear all these guys, like, oh, you know, he's making his debut. He's only, you know, 19, 20 years old, pitching. Like, all <laughs> our pitchers are over 25. Like, are you kidding me? Like.
1: I'm like, these teams are trash and your teachers are making
0: them look like. Oh,
1: yeah. Every team that's like the Yankees <laughs> against us, you
2: know? It's like, are you kidding me?
0: Like, yeah. Oh man, no, I good. get it. And you know what, though, man? For as bad as they've been playing, they're like a game and a half away from the wild card spot. So, and, and that's the thing, too. But the, the thing, too, is just like, look at them before, like. Yeah. Like,
1: Yeah,
0: And and when we were in first place, but how many games took in the All-Star and now we're battling for a wild card? Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I I mentioned it before I called you or you called me. I was talking about how um, it went from us being so white hot to maybe giving ourselves a chance to make the playoffs. But we put ourselves in that situation because, dude, we weren't hitting. We weren't pitching. Nothing was going right, bro. And then that series against the Dodgers, oh, my God. Well, That thing too, but then it was like, and you know, ever, you know, what I had heard
1: someone say is like, Oh, when David Freeze got that concussion, and he was out like, you know, 10, 12 games, guys. I'm like, David Freeze, that's what he's trying to tell me. (laughs) The balloon to the angels and David Freeze. That's what he's trying to tell me. Like, no, it is the freaking coach's job to do something with
0: that lineup that clicks and stay with it, you know? Like, stop changing shit up. Just use what works. Yeah, yeah, and And, it No, dude. One of the worst parts of Mike Sosa is the fact that this dude always changes the lineup. Always. It's never the same more than a day or two. And it's like, how do you want these guys to get used to something when they don't know if they're going to be on the lineup one day or they're going to be at third base and second? It's like nobody knows. That's That's been his thing, bro, where he can't keep them for whatever reason. He can't keep them like in order. Never. So well, then my thing is like I hate the way Kilch treats Eric Ibar like he treats Eric Ibar like he's a like he's a foster child he went and adopted, right? <laughs> I'm like, bro, he doesn't know he's like double touching, he doesn't know if he's getting traded. he doesn't know if they're you know, letting him go like and at the end of the day he's one of the proven hitters. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I I don't get it, dude. It's just like you wonder why like <laughs> these guys when they get the chance to leave, like they bounce, like Yeah, you know. It's frustrating. It's frustrating because I look, I think about it and I'm like, okay, I know that sosha gets on my nerves and he, I can't stand him half the time. And then, but then half the time I'm like, Oh man, he, that was smart. But at some point he's been, he's been the manager of the team since what 2000, that's 15 years, bro. At yeah. some point, a change needs to be made. But at the same time, it's one of those deals where you're like, you're afraid of change because you don't know what what can come, but at the same time, you know it looks right now we shouldn't be where we're at, man. We should be a much better team, yet we're not. So something has to change, and it, it might have to be Mike, dude. It has. It might have to be, you know. So I just think, like I just look at our hitters, and I mean our hitters are there. It's not like it's not like I mean, like I said, you have Mike Trout. Because like anybody that has Mike Trout on their team, I mean. You have a chance to
1: win any given night just based off the game alone, you know, and what you can do as a player. So it just makes me upset even more because, like I said, I always go back to that thing that he's going to bounce. Like, if he keeps, like, not getting to the playoffs or having to, like, you know, just do outrageous shit, like, you know, he's going to have to go three for three every night. Like, it's it's insane. Like, what you're going to ask of your players and and why are you just going to bounce to another team?
0: Yeah it's not fair it's not fair that we have to rely on him like that dude you know yeah and, and he's young too that's the thing like you guys got lucky
1: because you got him when he was young and he you doesn't know like you know it's not like he's full holes coming into it. you know it's like
2: <laughs> that, like, yeah. That's dude. That's, if I mean that's like that's like is, at that time is like you know it's when Kobe and Shaq were
1: going through it, if Kobe would have left, I guarantee that Phil Jackson would have been gone too. Guaranteed, like gone. There's
0: yeah. No way. Yeah. No. Yeah, dude, and and he might be gone before that even happens, man. Because if he stays as manager. And next year, we have the same season we have this year, or worse. I don't see oh, yeah. him coming back, bro. I mean, I think really... I hope not, but you yeah. think, you think yeah, every, I mean, even take it back to last year, dude, How are we number one, and we get swept? Oh, dude, you that know, was that, brutal. Like, brutal. oh, you didn't
1: even know, dude, like, even, like, because, I mean, I the Metro League, so I see the same motherfucking people at least two times a day you know and so as soon as they got set I heard it all playoffs dude like it, it didn't even die after heard like all playoffs because <laughs> I was so like I'm such an angel fan dude like I will talk crap to everybody like I
2: don't care what fan you are at this day like I'm an angel fan right you
1: know regardless I mean we lose all the shit I talked to all year long talk shit back I'm gonna have to eat it with a spoon until the next season right but right. I guarantee you like yeah, you know, it's just like, but I hate the fact that we needs to turn off that TV pitch
0: because <laughs> yeah. we lose, and I know we can win. Right, like, oh yeah. There's no reasoning why. And it, and it the same
1: thing, it's like, the last three years, is pitching, pitching, and every year you're going to tell me you're not going to, like, get rid of
0: people, bring yeah. new
1: people in. I mean, you can't do any worse.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, we're, it, but, we're getting there to where you're going to have to do an overhaul soon. I mean... You look at you look at who's the youngest guy. We, like you said, our pitchers. are, You know, we have uh, Richards who's young and Heaney's young. But you're gonna go, you're gonna go with. Uh, you're either gonna go with the really young core pitchers, or you got to go out there and get somebody because exactly. uh, something's gonna have to happen. And then you look at our lineup. Pujols is already like pretty damn old. And then you know the young guys on the team are Trout and Calhoun. Really, even Ibar's is getting up there now too. So. Sooner or later, sure. we're going to have to go out there and get these guys. And it's Mike Sosa going to be the guy when we get these guys. I mean, who knows? And, you know? and then also, too, I mean, you look at TJ and I'm like, this guy, you guys blew him up.
1: Sosa was like, oh, he's going to be your added bad. He's going to be this. He's going to be that. And it's
0: like, he's not consistent. No, he's, he's young still, consistent. too. Like, yeah.
1: It, it just drives me crazy. I'm like, dude, don't hype these guys up because I think they add pressure to these kids and when they come up like it dude as, like everyone says every next level of every sport is a totally different field you know so it's like you might have hit you know like a monster in high school you might have hit a monster in college but <coughs> you start going are you know, everyone that's playing is a monster oh yeah uh, it doesn't work out the same way you
0: know oh yeah different different beast for sure so. you know and
1: it's just like oh dude you don't even know like <laughs> i i told my if I hear that the Angels are out of the playoffs, dude, I, I will be posting on every social media site <laughs> and, like, starting a petition for
2: Mike social to be out of here, bro, like, you yeah. have no idea, like, it, I don't know, I guess I just, like, I don't even know what I can put to, I mean,
1: I just feel like it's gonna get to the point where I'm gonna feel the same emotions
2: of going through a divorce, you know,
0: i like, just get rid of this bitch, like,
1: <laughs> like for real, dude,
0: yeah, love hate relationship. Right well, now. you're not you're not the only one, dude. There's there's I've seen on social media sites, and I've gotten messaged on Facebook and Twitter the same thing from people, dude. Like, there's a core group of people who want him out, and there's a core group of people who are like, no, we need to keep him. And then there's a people like me who I'm like in the middle. Like, I won't be sad if he leaves. That's for sure. And I, you know, either way, I'm like something's gonna have to change eventually. And what do they say, like? When, when when a team doesn't do good, eventually the manager has to go. So when, <laughs> when is that going to happen here? It might happen sooner than later. It might happen next year. But you're not the only one, dude, that feels this frustration. Trust me, dude. You're you're not alone. Uh, yeah, no, but I'm just like,
1: dude. Yeah, it gets to a point where like, I'm like, man, I have to watch out what I say because and, uh, <laughs> it just once I start getting worked up and I'm so pissed, To the point where, like, they're looking at their toes at the end of the game, dude. Why do that? Like, yeah, you know, it's like you're you're messing these these pictures up too. It's
2: like, you know, it's like, dude. Not only that, they you guarantee. Like, their homies like, dog, you were trash. Like, <laughs>
0: I get your frustration, man. It's frustrating, dude. And the best thing we can hope for is that they squeak in and get hot. But we'll see, dude. I mean, there's only 10 more games left. So these next yeah, 10 games friend. are super important, dude. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like I was
1: telling my friend, I'm like, pretty much they got to
0: play their best baseball. Yeah, they and have to. like, if, they, if they, listen, they win out and they don't make the playoffs, I'll be happy with that. You know? well, yeah, I'll at least they friend. show effort. They gave it tried. Yeah, they but show effort. That would be bad. Or, that would be bad. Or, dude, you know, it's yeah. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> that would be, that would be the worst thing that could happen, dude. Is if they go out and just fall on their faces now, dude. That, that that can't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, man, I'm gonna let you go, dude. I really do appreciate you jumping on last minute the way you did, man. Uh, no problem, man. Anytime. Sweet, bro. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get in, dude, and you can be a little happy ride that metro with your. Uh, with a grin on your face. Right, hey. Nothing like flipping everyone off on the Mitchell. Exactly. All right, bro. You have a good night. All right, later. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That was Philip. Phil. Filiberto Castillo. Philly. Phil. Pretty damn good poker player, too. We've uh, we've, uh, gone at it on the poker table a couple times, man. Back and forth situations. Heated (laughs) moments. No, I'm just kidding. He is a pretty decent uh poker player. Ruben would probably have something different to say about that. But anyway, he's one of those guys who's completely frustrated. Um you know, I'm in the middle. I don't take sides like I'm not negative, don't I'm not positive, I'm in the middle, and a lot of times I'm pissed pissed watching these games seeing these guys lose the way they lose sometimes or losing the guys they shouldn't lose to or making Joe Schmo look like Cy Young you know what I mean and I'm for I get frustrated um do I want my social to get fired either way I'm I'm not I'm not if he's gone I'm not sad if he's here I'm not sad either um it's one of those deals where you gotta kind of weigh every option out, you gotta weigh the situation and decide which way to go. And that's a tardy Moreno and whoever they bring in as general manager next year. So there's gonna be a lot of things ahead next year, but this year now, 10 games, these next 10 games, you gotta win at least six or seven. And you hope, hope the heck that Houston loses a few in the process. So um, Today against uh, Seattle at home. So for whoever's going tonight, grab me one of those boots i want one so (laughs) anyway i want to thank philiberto phil for jumping on i want to thank everybody who listened to the show um i want to thank um again i want to thank ryan crow for jumping on last week and uh, i'm working on a on a uh, pretty cool phone interview for next week as well so it's a process, but thank you for listening and joining joining me on this All Angels podcast. Um, thank you for bearing with me today. I've had, had some situations happen today that uh, were uh, partly my fault. So if it sounds if it sounds uh, kind of crappy on. You're and listening to my clusters. I'm sorry, thanks for playing with me. Alright, thank you everybody. Have a good night. Make sure to watch that game tonight. Three games set against Seattle. And then uh, we go from there. Alright, let's get that last wild card spot. You guys have a good night.